Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire, and inspire you. From romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my. Welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Purple Charm Experience, where I am your host, Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call me my. I hope that you are happy to be with me today because I'm happy to have you here. Happy to have you here. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, It's going to be another great episode, and I can't wait to get started. So let's jump right in. Um, As you know, I love to start the podcast with uh, a little bit of motivation, um, something that is my, which is uh, motivate, aspire, inspire, something that will give us something all that we all can look forward to, that we can be motivated by, and that pushes us to aspire to our greatness and inspire someone else in the process. So uh, I like to do that um, by sharing my quote of the day. And today's quote is, it comes from Carrie Underwood and it states the following, um, you can't win all of the time. You gotta have some downs to realize when you're up. Um, I chose this one because I feel like it's so true. Um, there have been some days this week, actually, where I felt like, man, I should have did this better or I could have did that better. Um, was I giving my best in everything that I was doing? Um, when when you set high expectations for yourself and sometimes when you fall short of those expectations, you question whether or not you know, you're good enough you're, you're, um, if you are capable, um, uh, I am no different than anyone else. Sometimes I feel like I question my capabilities. I question whether or not I am smart enough or, um, if I've worked hard enough or, um, if, if I even have the ability to compete. And so, uh, I just want you to realize that, you know, you're not going to always be uh, at your 100% best. You know, there are some days when you may be at 80%. Maybe you're at 75. Some days you may even be as low as 50. But the key is to stay grounded. Realize when you are in those moments that this is just a, just a, just a time, a point in time that is showing you, hey, you need to get back on your game, your A game. You got to come with something a little bit more uh, uh, heat. You got to, you got to give it a little bit more effort. And so if that doesn't motivate you to do what you need to do, I don't know what will, because I know for myself, when I feel those moments where I, I, I have to take a step back and say, Hey, listen, you're not doing what we all know you can do what everyone around you is expecting of you. Um, 
I have to take those times to, to reevaluate and reset. I also wanted to share with you today um, an affirmation, a couple affirmations, actually. Um, if you follow my my Instagram pages, on my page, you, you know that I share a motivational quote every day and an uh, affirmation every day. And today, um, I wanted to share one in particular because of something that just happened to me that this affirmation is, you know, I'm, I'm sharing it with you, but it's also for me too. Um, and it is, I will focus on things I can control such as my actions. And I am ready to embrace every challenge free of self-doubt. This week I had a situation, actually within the last two weeks, I had a situation that happened to me where it caused me to doubt myself. Um, if I was performing um, at the level that I, I know that I can and that I should, um, if, 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 if I did, if I, if what I was putting out in terms of my, my, the quality of my work, did I do something wrong in that process that caused an action that was would negatively impact um, the work that I do? And I realized it wasn't me. It wasn't something that I did wrong. I was following my normal protocols that I know that I normally would do. Uh, it just so happens that this thing, this particular situation, took a turn for the worse and that was out of my hands. Um, well, it could have potentially ended up being even, even worse than it was, but it was completely out of my hands, um, I think. And it was, it was something that ended up getting resolved, but I'm glad it got resolved with a positive outcome, but it, it, it caused me to rethink how I approach certain situations and allow me to rethink the things that I do, how I respond to certain people, how I approach a situation. And it's given me a chance to reevaluate uh, whether or not I am doing the work that I do with diligence, with um with fervor and also with uh, attention to detail. Um, and that's something that I wanna focus on a lot more going forward is being a, a attention to detail oriented, um, communicative, uh, I can't talk, communicative, communicative um, and um, you know, staying on point and just making sure that I'm constantly aware of things that's going on because at the at the blink of an eye, things can change for the worse and it may or may not be beyond your control, but the things that are in my control, which is having self-discipline, not doubting myself, knowing my processes and being um, a, a attention-oriented, attention-to-detail, listening, and paying attention to everything that's happening um, that's within my control of making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. 
So I bring that to you only because I have like quite a bit on my mind um, from some things that's happened to me, but I hope that this quote and this uh, affirmation is uh, food for your soul to food for your life and your work that you're doing and how you're showing up um, each and every day when you put forth the effort to do the work that you do. Um, so that's my quote and my affirmation for this this week. And of course, I'll share another one with you in the coming episodes. So uh, at this point of the show, uh, you know, I love to share my favorite sip. This time you get to get your sips, your favorite sip, whether it's tea, coffee, water. Um, generally, I share a, a wine um, because I am WSET, a level one certified, and I love talking about wine. I love trying wines. Um, as a matter of fact, this year, I, I joined the American Wine Society, uh, my local chapter, and met some amazing, amazing folks. So shout out to them. Um, and uh, I also love to share usually about the fall season, I start to switch over from wines to uh, more spirits and cocktails. And so uh, you'll see that transition happen um, in a few months. But this week, uh, I did not come with the wine this week because um, if you're watching this, um, it is in the morning. And of course, even though there's five, it's five o'clock somewhere, it's not five o'clock today where I am. <laughs> And I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to sip wine <laughs> in the morning. So um, today I have uh, a, a couple of my favorite coffee, which is Cafe Bustello and, um, and my favorite mug. So uh, if you are part of the My Tribe, grab your uh, Motivate, Aspire, Inspire mugs with me. Um, I love my mug because, you know, it's my motivated by Inspire. And, you know, we have to be my all times at all times, you know, showing up and showing out at all times. So my sip today is Cafe Bustello uh, with a little bit of international uh, coffee creamer. Um, what is it? The um, sweet cream and usually I'll have that or French vanilla and I love it. Um, if I wasn't doing this, it was going to be tea. Um, but this was quick. So I went ahead and made me a cup of coffee. So grab your sip. Um, your sip is for you to have and enjoy for the rest, the remainder of the show. Um, and, uh, so this week for, uh, ask the author, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the process for this upcoming book. So a couple things um, with the launch of the next book is that I just wanted to share some of the process um, that is taking place. And like, if you're, if you're a new author or if you're an author, like, you know, been in a, you've been doing this for about five years now with myself. 
um, and your self-published author, you know the ups and downs of what it's like of having to do all this stuff on your own. And today I just wanted to share um, just a, nothing major, just a little bit about what it means to really have a backup plan when things don't go quite the way you anticipated. So for me, um, this book, I started writing, I believe in 2019. I have to go back and look at my notes, but if I'm not mistaken, it was 2019. I started working on the framework and the character development. Like I literally had the idea um, for these characters. Um, I think it was 2019. It was, so the Baltimore Book Festival, the year that I did that festival, um, I was, my husband and my son and I were on our way to the festival and there was an army bus that pulled up next to me, us in the car on the highway. And it was a old bus, it was like an old school bus that they turned over into an army, you know, army bus. And we was listening to Soul Town on Sirius XM. And I remember there was just, there was this old song, I think it was about a stylistics or someone, some group like that. And I immediately saw a guy on the bus coming back from the war, the Vietnam War. And from then on, I said to myself, I'm going to write a period piece about a young Black man coming back home from the war. I don't know how this is going to work out, but that's what's going to be. That's what my story is going to be. And I came up with several of the characters early on, but the main heroine in this story came about uh, a little bit later, within the same time that I came up with the, the guy, but maybe like a couple of weeks after I got past the, the initial storyline or plot of what was going to happen to him of what was happening with him, I realized that, oh, I want to do this with her. And so that right there set the tone for the rest of the book. Now, fast forward to today, nearly four years later, <laughs> I would take a this while to write a book. <laughs> oh, it really set me back. <laughs> so Fast forward to today, I am literally in the throes of trying to plan getting this book edited, um, the book cover completed, uh, format outline, you know, all that good stuff. And I usually have my lineup of go-to people to do these things. When you are a self-published author, you have to think of everything. And, um, you know, I thank God for the uh, a number of the programs that I took when I started out because they really, really helped me flesh out a lot of things um, early on. And it also 
helped me continue to use the same type of framework over and over repeatedly. So um, now I just have, I go through the process and I already know who I'm going to reach out to. Well, this time around, my the graphic designer that I love wasn't available. And I had to figure it out. I had to do something. And I'm just so thankful for the resources that I have from one of the programs that I took when I started out. And I always talk about the self-publishing formula by one-on-one by Mark Dawson, the uh, incredible uh, best-selling author from the UK. That program really set me up for a lot of uh, success. Everything that I've, I've done um, was as a result of taking that course. And I am so much great, so grateful for it and better as a self-published author because of it. And um, so I say all that to say is that you never know what types of resources you get when you join certain programs and not every program is created equal. I've not picked up any other program that claim they could teach you about self-publishing um, because I know the program that I have taken was solid. I mean, this program is solid and it has laid the foundation for me in so many ways and, and given me so many different resources um, in terms of editors, formatters, graphic designers, all that kind of stuff to people to connect with that could do this work for me. And I don't have to go and try to flush them out myself or vet them myself. They've already been vetted because there are other successful authors, self-publishing authors that have used these folks' services. And so I say all that to say that I connected with this amazing graphic designer this week and she was so awesome. Where my previous designer, fabulous, it had, it would take a couple days or a couple, yeah, a couple days, sometimes maybe a week or two before she would have a finished product. No, nothing against her, but she's over in the UK. This woman that I work with this time, which I am so thankful and proud to work with a woman both my editors have been women both my graphic designers have been women even my my formatting people they are as a husband wife team so I'm thankful in that regard that you know the things that I care about the things that are important to me my motivated inspire inspire I am pulling it through systematically through and methodically through my books too. My books are form are done in the same manner of how I carry myself, my business and my brand and my books. And so um, I was just so elated to meet this woman. And literally I reached out to her on, I believe Monday or Tuesday, she was done with my book within an hour. I mean, uh, within a couple, a couple, within a day. Literally, I sent her the little, filled out the form on her her website. She reached out. 
and told me, gave me a form to fill out about the book and how I wanted it, you know, what I, you know, what my specs were. And literally within hours, within that day, I had a finished product. And so I'm saying this to say, we have to be prepared in life. We have to be prepared in terms of what projects we're working on. You have to have a backup plan, have an A plan that's solid, but also have a B plan that's solid too. Luckily, I had a B plan. Well, it wasn't a plan I intended on using, but I knew where to go if I had to use that plan, that B plan. Um, I never intended that I would have to switch my graphic designer, but I'm glad I did because I got someone who was able to just do all the things I, I needed her to do to make my my this new book fall in line with my old books, my, my previous books. And so, um, yeah, have a plan. Be ready. Be prepared for anything. If you are doing this self-publishing game like me, be prepared for anything because anything can and will happen. Um, another question that I found that I wanted to talk about for Ask the Author for, you know, in terms of my approach, the question is, is the self-publishing route really a respectable way for a first-time author to go? I want to say, I think so. I think it's a respectable way because you are forced to make people respect you. You know, you are forced to, you don't have an engine behind you, your traditional publishing engine behind you that is going to do all the work and make sure that you shine. You are responsible, responsible for that. And that's why I think, you know, the accomplishments that I've made as a self-published author over the last five years is so important and why when it, when I made these accomplishments, they hit so much, they hit different for me. You know, if I was, a if I had a traditional publisher behind me, you know, it may not necessarily feel as gratifying. Yeah, I would be excited about it, of course. But because I'm a self-published author and I have to go out there and grind on my own, you know, I'm I'm meeting people and they they are telling me how much they, you know, they appreciate the work that I'm doing or they love my website. And, you know, all of the things that you see, I've done myself. From the 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 shirts, the merch. The, the cups, you know, the books, the writing, all of it that you see is me. And so that's why it makes it much more gratifying. I think that's how you gain much more, you gain that respect. And yes, it is a respectable way um, to, you know, respectable for you if you are uh, a new author, because you build that credibility you know, for your, your books and for your brand, you are the brand, you know? And so of course it's going to be tough at times, you know, especially starting out, 
you're not going to feel that, that love. But over time, as you start putting out more books and your content grows and people start to believe in what you, you know, what you're doing, like it, you have to be able to be authentically you, you know? And I think that's what build that respect, that's respectability, you know? It makes people want to know more about you. They will support you. And they become part of your 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 family, you know, your tribe. That's why I call my my folks, my motivate, inspire, inspire my tribe. Because they have become my support system. When I didn't even, sometimes when I didn't even believe that this was possible or I had greater greater vision for what was going to happen and I wasn't sure how I was going to get there. My tribe is who pushed me. My tribe is who told me, yeah, girl, you got this. Yeah, girl, keep going. We see you. We see you. My tribe was like, yo, my, you are inspiring me. No, girl, keep going. I can't let these folks down. I can't let them down. They given me their love. They given me their respect. They showed me that this is possible. So yes, as a self-published author, if you this is your first time getting out there, yes, you can create a respectable, a respectable life doing this. This is a respectable way um, of putting your books out there. Now, if you're out there doing some random, crazy stuff, okay, hey, no, that's not the way to go. That's not respectable. But if you're doing like a lot of my peers are doing, like I'm doing, like you really are in this for the long haul and doing this for good, for, for good reasons. And because you really want the work and the things that you see and you feel the goodness to be on paper so that people can read it. Yes, then yes, that's a respectable way of becoming an author for the first time. And no, I don't think you have to or need to have a traditional publisher behind you to do it. If you had asked me that five years ago, I might've been on the fence. I might've been on the fence because when I first started out, um, I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I didn't know how I was going to make this work. I knew I wanted to try. I knew, I didn't know what I didn't know and I didn't know the steps of becoming a self-published author. I thought it was going to be difficult. And it was, and it is, it still is, but I'm so much, I'm so much more grateful and happier that I went this route than the traditional route, to be quite honest. Because I own everything, you know, that I produce. I've copywritten it, I've trademarked it, you know, I am so on. And I don't want to have to share my profits with nobody either. And 
So yeah, I I definitely think you could. This is a respectable way, um, of self authorship or self publishing is a respectable way of becoming an author. So that's just my take on it. Do what you please with that. Um, and so as I wrap up this week, uh, I just want to say thank you for joining me. You know, check out the website. I've done some some new things to it, added a couple of new features to it. Uh, support me, join my mailing my mailing list. Um, so you stay in the know of all the things that's happening with Creative Cal with Chamara E. Fleming, <laughs> Creative Calvary, and um, all of the things that's uh, going on with the brand. And so, uh, in my books. Um, I thank you for joining me today again. Um, I don't have a little bit of Prince history this week, but I do have a Prince song for you that I want to, I want you to crank up in your car because, um, you know, it's like one, it's one of my favorites. So uh, I'm taking it back to Sign of the Times and I got to, I just have to go with if I was your girlfriend, that's just like my all-time favorite song by him. If it's like my go-to, my first one. If you watch my special episode with Michael Bue, shout out to him. Um, much love to him. Um, we discussed that song uh, on that episode. Go back and check it out. And so, yeah, I want to kick it off this weekend with that. I mean, this this week with that. Uh, and crank it up. If you if you got it, you know it. Um, crank it up. And so I leave you with that. I hope you guys have a blessed and beautiful week. I'll be back with you next time. Um, in the meantime, please, please, please be good to yourselves, be good to your family, and be good to each other. And never forget to motivate, aspire, inspire, motivate at least one person to aspire to their greatness and inspire many people along the way. And that's my show. Bye guys, peace. Hi guys, I just wanna say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Purple Charm Experience. I hope you enjoyed it. But in the meantime, in between time, I hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website www.creativecalfare.com where you can find more information about me, my books, my merchandise, and more. Also, while you're there, I hope you, you will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing. If you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast, please sign up for my Patreon page by becoming a member. And finally, if you really enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too. So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.